Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. It's that time again in my life that we all dread, that periodic acceptance of the inevitable, that painful awareness that one day soon I might have to undergo a procedure that is at once unpleasant and humiliating. Colonoscopy, you say? Excellent guess, but no. I'm talking about the process of buying a new car. You'd think I'd be happy with the car I drive now, a 2013 Buick Enclave. It has all the bells and whistles one could want. It's only four years old, just 40,000 miles. A cool color called champagne. Leather interior. But there's a problem. It's too dang big. I have a friend who won't ride in it because he's afraid of heights. If this were an airplane, the folks in the back row would be in coach. At least two of them would get a window seat. Because of its sheer size, and after hundreds of tries, I still find it difficult to maneuver the Enclave into a standard parking space if there are cars on both sides. I pull in too close to one car or the other, and then back up and straighten, and back up and straighten, repeating as necessary, until I center this giant vehicle between the lines. I'd be getting a lot better gas mileage if I just figured out how to park it. My car almost qualifies as a one-bedroom villa. I'm surprised my purchase was completed in one day. I expected the salesman to tell me I could only take possession at closing in 30 days, and that the termite inspection would be at my own expense. Not only is it as big as a small house, it was about as expensive as one. In fact, over the years, I've bought three houses that cost me less than my SUV. You should see the wheels on this thing. They dwarf any tires I've ever had on any other car in my life. These babies belong on a giant farm implement. Each tire would make a great sandbox, provided you have a backyard big enough and a child not easily intimidated. The car came with a subscription to a service that uses satellite technology to tell me exactly where on the planet I am and to alert me if I have just been in an accident. So if I find myself upside down and dangling from my safety belt, I can expect to hear a soothing voice tell me to think happy thoughts because help is on the way. That presumes, of course, that the car and I are both still in working order. My SUV even has its own telephone number. But in the four years I've owned it, the car has received just six calls, and all of them were from people who had dialed a wrong number. Hello, is Brenda there, please? A caller will inquire. Well, I explain, I'm in my car, and I'm driving 65 miles an hour down the interstate. I don't think Brenda is here. But it's a huge car, so let me pull over and check for you. That usually ends the conversation right there. Enough friends and family have my car's phone number that you'd think somebody would have dialed it up by now just to shoot the breeze. But no, six calls, six wrong numbers. I recall when a car was just transportation from point A to point B, and you could find a serviceable one for a thousand bucks or less. A good radio was all you needed. And nobody, not even a satellite, knew where you were. When I think of my first car, a 1961 Chevy Corvair, I'm reminded of a verse from an Aaron Tippin song. The wipers don't work and the horn don't blow, but there ain't nothing wrong with the radio. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.